Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three, and we are a go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Lonely Hearts Sports Podcast. We took last week off because of the 4th of July. It was beautiful weather. We're into the dog days of summer. Also, like, I'm not going to lie, we really didn't have a lot to talk. We really couldn't think of, like, stuff to talk about last week because, like I said, we're in the dog days of summer, and there's not a lot to talk about that we would want to talk about, in my opinion, uh, without angering people. Because let, let's be honest, you talk, you say one thing and you're going to anger somebody. If you say another thing, you're going to anger somebody else. You can't just, you can't please anybody anymore. So that's part of it. Another part of it is the Fourth of July holiday weekend came, uh, and we just you know decided to take a week hiatus again. But got a good amount to talk about uh, today. Got some golf talk. We're going to talk uh, some NBA Finals action. Uh, game two is tonight. Uh, the Suns are already up 1-0 on the Bucks. Uh, the hockey season is has concluded, so the end of our Stanley Cup playoff talk is here. Um, and we also have two big finals in, in the soccer world this weekend, uh, the Copa America final and the European Championship final. But before we get into all that, let's get right back into it, and we will start talking about golf uh with the scottish open this weekend which is pretty much a precursor to next week's open championship right like you said we're getting into those dog days of summer where really the only sports we're going to be able to talk about is really baseball that's going on now i mean we can talk about other stuff that's going on in next week because this week's the scottish open uh next week we got the uh the open uh that's the last major for golf season so golf will kind of be coming up to a wrap and besides their FedEx Cup and everything, and then the President's Cup. But um, no, most sports Ryder are Cup. Coming, the Ryder Cup. Yep, most sports are coming to. You said President's Cup. It's the Ryder Cup. This year of... Oh, that's your President's last Ryder Cup. Excuse me. Um, long week. Uh, long, coming back from a break last week. I hope everyone had a four, good Fourth of July though. But oh. um, yeah, we got the Scottish Open this weekend and going over in Scotland, um, playing at the Renaissance Club. And then we also got the John Deere Classic, but I don't want to go to the John Deere Classic because no big names are playing in there. Um, but at the Scottish Open, you do have a pretty decent field. Uh, most players are over there now just for, um, excuse me, because next week being the Open, uh, they will be playing that in Scotland. I'm not 100% sure on the course. I don't really remember. I looked it up and now I completely I forgot. I think it's Royal. I think it's Royal St. George's actually in England. No, you are right. Actually, you are right. Because um, uh, because everything got tri- it was supposed to be the 150th Open next week, but because of COVID and everything, they pushed everything back. So instead of it being at St. Andrews and the 150th, it's the 149th, which is at Royal St. George's. So for next year, then will it <clears throat> have it? Uh, be the 150th at uh, St. Andrews, the old yeah. course. Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't think they're going to go to Scotland anymore anytime soon. Um, uh, but that's for conversations for another podcast. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, pretty good field there. I mean, you got guys like Justin Thomas right now who's sitting tied for second. Uh, Lee Westwood also tied for second with him. Um, I mean, you got really big names over there. Everyone kind of getting ready for next week for the final 
major. I mean, you got John Robson at minus fifth. I'm um, kind of a big and interesting field to take, uh, keep watch of. I know, I think, unfortunately, this week, the Golf Channel and NBC will be playing the John Deere Classic just because it is played at a TPC course. Um, it's actually a pretty good a uh, price when there's a, a six hundred or six million two hundred dollars for the six million two hundred thousand dollars six point two million. That's not and too then, bad. There. Yeah, and then another eight uh, eight million for the Scottish Open. So I mean, you got some pretty good payouts there. But really, like most guys are kind of saving themselves for next week. You're not going to see anyone. They're kind of just going to want to get their swings down, uh, getting ready for the uh, for next week for the final major. But um, no, the interesting thing is I was talking to Jeremy about this earlier. Sung Jae Im uh, is actually sitting out of the next few tournaments, getting ready for the Olympics because he needs to uh, medal. He can either get bronze, silver, or gold at the Olympics to get himself out of mandatory military duty because he is from South Korea. They all need to do two years of military duty by the age of, what is it, 26 there? I believe it's the age of 26 because I remember um... – it's it's very weird. Um, uh, it's very weird because I remember like going back to the 2018 World Cup. Like all of those, um, uh, all of those uh, athletes that all those soccer, all the South Koreans, uh, the men's national team that participated in the 2018 World Cup, like they had uh, their military service postponed because of their participation in in there, mm-hmm. and then and then actually like, ended up uh, winning. They ended up they, winning one tournament. Yeah, they won the Asian Games. They mm-hmm. ended up winning the Asian Games, uh, which was just a few months after that, which means that they actually, like, had that uh, mandatory military service rescinded. So, like, if you win, if you, if you like, if they won that, if you win or, like, you know, medal, and depending on, like, if you're, depending if you're an individual athlete participating in an individual event, like Sanjay M is, or if you're participating in a team event, like it all depends. Like, so Sanjay, uh, the big name for the soccer was a uh, uh, son, human son. Yes, he still he actually still participated in military service, though. Even though I don't think he had to, he didn't I have think, to. I don't think, did he do the two years? I don't think he did two years. He did like he just did like four months. It was like in between like off seasons in the Premier League. Um, he went back to South Korea, did like four months of military service just because like he felt like he just wanted to give some obligation to the military, even though he didn't need to. But that just goes to show that like what he what kind of person he is. Um, with that, and the thing is though is like you said, Sanjay, and like all he needs to do is medal. So I mean, like you know, honestly. I mean, obviously, like he's gonna try and go he, go for gold because it's the Olympics. Why wouldn't you? It's but actually even a pretty like, decent field this year for uh, the golf for the golf in the Olympics. It's not it's yes. not an actual terrible field. No, it's not. So I mean, he's gonna be going up against some stiff competition. And another thing about golf uh, for the Olympics is like it's not it's it's gonna be match play. Which means, yeah. like, which means, obviously, like if you don't follow golf all that much, like it's not like how it is on the PGA Tour or like any or any tour that you follow. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like if you look at it like an NCAA tournament bracket. You just have guys playing each other, and if they win, they basically go on. They play it by if you win a hole, you get a point, and so on and so forth. And that's how match play is played. It's I think it's very fun golf match play. It's very exciting. But um, so say you are. Let me ask you a question. Say you're like Xander Shoffley. He's representing Americans. 
um, say he was playing Sanjay in, in the for the bronze in the final day. Uh, if you were shopping, because at the end of the day, like a bronze medal, like no one really cares about bronze medals. Like if you don't like it, who wants a bronze medal? To be honest, I mean, let's be honest here. Um, do you kind of like do you throw do you throw away your bronze medal and just kind of like say like you guys are tied going in the last hole? Would you purposely double bogey so Sanjay Inc. could get the bronze and uh, get out of his mandatory uh, military duty? I mean, if I'm, I mean, my thing is, is like, I'm not going to like purposefully tank for not to get a medal because this is the Olympics after all. And I also don't need an investigation coming into me (laughs) if I did that. But at the same time, like, I mean, say like you go up against him and like you're doing terrible on the first, on the front nine, like there's a good chance. Like, I mean, match play is very, very, it's very intriguing. Like you could do terrible on the front nine and, and the match could be over before 13 holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, or- I, I apologize as well. I know we're talking, I said, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, I don't want to exclude uh, Saiwoo Kim is also representing South Korea and he is also looking to get his military duty exempt as well. Uh, I don't want to leave him out for people. So there is actually two players, competing to get their military exemptions, not just ah, the one. Yes, always very interesting there. I mean, like you said, though, the golf field is very um, – uh, the golf field for the Olympics is very it's – not, it's not terrible. It's actually quite competitive, actually, if you look at it. Compared to and, years past, yeah. Yeah, compared to Olympic, yeah, compared to the past couple Olympics, uh, exactly. Um, uh, but the thing is there is, like, those two are going to have – extra weight on their shoulders in, in a way when you really think about because they're mm-hmm. gonna think like okay like you know well we just need they just need they're just gonna need to like figure out how to keep winning obviously because you know once you win one you gotta win another one then you gotta win another one and the thing is too is like like you said they're no put these aren't pushovers here you're gonna have like some actually good golfers out there representing their countries uh the americans are actually sending a stack squad they're sending uh the third fourth fifth and sixth ranked player in the world for their team i don't know people follow golf but uh the americans are sending justin thomas uh colin morikawa xander shop the embrace into shamba yeah and we'll still find a way not even the medal Oh, I, well, I, did, didn't Ricky Fowler take home silver? He did take home Olympics? silver. That was a joke. That was a joke. He I did mean, take home silver. Unfortunately, though, pe- people, I feel like golfers don't care about the Olympics as much as, per se, other sports do. Like, care about meddling because they're more worried about making their money on tour, unfortunately. And I wish they made it more like, I get this would be hard, but they made it more like of like a, rider like president's cup style where it was like actually team based instead of them just trying to medal for themselves like they were playing for like team america yeah instead of playing for themselves in a sense i think that would make it more interesting oh yeah i agreed i definitely agree there i definitely agree there but the thing is though is like uh, I don't know when the Olympics brought back golf. Uh, when the Olympics brought back golf into the, golf into the fold again, um, you know they always think they seem to see it. They see. I mean, it is an individual sport when you think about it. Like it's not supposed to be team based, like the Ryder and Presidents Cup are. Uh, so they probably saw it that way. So they're like, okay, yeah, here you can send like four, three or four golfers like to represent your country or whatever. And but they're not a team. They're going to represent themselves. It, they're going to play for themselves, but for their country, it's if you get what I mean. So, like, yeah, Xander Shoffley, Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Morikawa, and Justin Thomas. Yeah, they represent America, but they're not a team. 
They're going up against each other. They're going up against people from different countries to try and win a medal. And who knows? I mean, you know, based depending on like how everything goes, <laughs> who knows? Maybe you could see two. You could see you could see two Americans going for gold, and one will get silver. That is true. I mean, they are sending a pretty good field, but I mean, so is Ireland and Spain. I mean, you got Rom going for Spain, and you got Shane Lowry, who just won the Open two years ago, and then Rory McIlroy. So, I mean, there's Rory McElroy, How is Rory McIlroy representing Ireland? He's from Northern Ireland. That's not a question for me. Ask the Olympic Committee. I I cannot answer that for you. <laughs> Ask the Olympic Committee. Oh, no, the Olympic. Well, that's actually know, a great question. No, I know it is a good question. I was what I was going to say is the Olympic Committee has a lot of questions that need to be asked to them right now. But again, oh, those are conversations <laughs> for another day. I mean, we can get into that. I mean, we got to kind of we don't have much to talk about this show, so we might as well get into it. We might as well actually, but let's finish up the golf talk. I know we went towards Olympic golf, but um, yeah, I know. Kind of, I mean, you had a, unfortunately for the uh, just for the two golf tournaments this week, they're not that exciting. I mean, it's just no, not really. A not tournament really. to get you a tournament just to get the players ready for a major. No, I agree there. I agree there. Um, uh, but yeah, um, uh, in terms of it, I mean, uh, I, I feel think- like a lot. I feel like a lot of golfers are more on the lines of like just waiting for like the end of the season for this point, because like if they're not in the open, if they're not in the open, like, and if they're not in the Olympics, then most, for the most part, like their season is practically winding down. But if they are in the, if they are in the open, then they can compete for that, the final major. And then obviously like you have the Olympics coming up in like what, three weeks time or something like that. May not even that. Uh, uh, so there's only a handful of golfers that are going to be participating there. So we're actually getting down towards the nitty gritty of the uh, golf season because once the open is done, like there goes like the majors are done. The, when the Olympics come, like only a handful will be there. Then you've got the FedEx Cup playoffs. But the thing is, though, is like the field for the field continues to dwindle down as each tournament goes each tournament happens because of how the FedEx Cup playoffs are. Mm-hmm. And then of course you've got the Ryder Cup this and of course you've got the Ryder Cup this year. But and that's pretty much it right there. So I mean for the most part, like it's it's weird. The period between the Olympics, I would say, and the and the and the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs, like you've got all those tournaments like those minor tournaments. I, I I would say minor. Well, I get yeah, they are minor tournaments. Like the fields are going to be kind of like iffy there, and then also like we're going to begin in the football season, which is like when gol- the golf those minor golf tournaments will just overlap there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who's everyone's going to be picking football on Sundays over watching a meaningless golf tournament? But I I feel like the golf season goes like it's here and then it's gone. Like I feel like because it's true. But like it just feels like so much faster than other sports. Like it's, it's like here, like you get to Augusta, basically is like kind of your kickoff to the golf season. I feel like we just talked about Augusta. Like it literally felt like we talked about this like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. But and it was then you- back, and then it's just like here, and then like you got two majors really: the U.S. Open and the uh, PGA Championship. They're kind of like basically back to back. Don't forget, you have the players before uh, the PGA Championship. Now they kind of put like. That is the fifth major, the fifth major. Yeah, it's kind of weird how you think about it because, like, you look at it, you go, like, 
when golf se- when golf season kicks off like down south or wherever, uh, no, they start. In- oh, it's weird. They, well, they start, start in Hawaii. Yeah, they start in Hawaii. Yes, and then they go down south because obviously the climate and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the thing is, though, is like once you get into like that, like I would say the gr- the true golf season starts around the Arnold Palmer in- Arnold Palmer Invitational. Like you get a good group of play- you get a good field for that tournament. Then like you know you're just preparing for the Masters. Then the Masters comes. But like you said, like after the Masters, it feels like everything else goes by fast because here we are in July talking of getting ready for the Open, which will be next week. And then, the Olymp- like I said, the Olympics will be two weeks after that. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you'll blink and it'll be September. Yeah, that, I can't wait to get to September. I can't wait to start talking football. Like, oh, I, oh, I know. Football I know. can't come soon enough. I mean, my that, that's a sport that just brings the whole world together, well, all of America together, at least. I can't my the whole th- world. Football does bring the whole world together, the real football. Well, the real football. I'm talking about American football. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that. I, I yeah, that, I would, yeah, American football brings, I would say, I don't know. I try the Super Bowl, I feel like the Super Bowl, well, no, because like, if you look at the World Cup, World Cup gets more people watching than the, uh, the even Super the Euro Bowl does. Fi- even yeah, the Euro even the Final Euro does. Yeah, even Sunday there's going to be a lot of eyes on that game. Yeah, but um, uh, no, I see exactly what you're saying. But yeah, you're right. We don't really have a lot to talk about. And you didn't mention the Olympic Committee, but um, uh, yeah, that track and field runner that like is not going to the Olympics now, who like won, um, uh, who won like at her re- who won like at her trials and whatnot. What she tested positive for marijuana and like is like got suspended from participating in the 100 meter relays and then yeah shikari richardson is her name yeah she got dropped after that but she got dropped from the olympics in general i don't know i just i just think that that's completely stupid in my opinion honestly well one it's legal in most states in the united states now and two how are you going to suspend someone for it's not even a it's not even a PED. Weed is a drug that is not going to help her run faster by any means. Like if she, no, it's going to make her hungry. If she, if she can beat people, well, like Stephen A. Smith, stay off the weed. Um, no, but uh, I, I just, it's stupid. Like how are you, you have, I don't want to get political here, but you have actual men competing against women in this coming Olympics, and you're not going to suspend them or anything, but you're going to have someone who smoked maybe a joint, whatever. And yeah. you're gonna you're gonna literally ruin her hopes and dreams of being a runner in the Olympics. So actually, he has she, won, she won her hundred meter race. Yeah, she has. She had a very good chance to take a medal in Tokyo, and mm-hmm. it's a damn shame. And I don't want to get too political into it either, because the thing is, though, is like you know there are many aspects of political aspects that that could be gone into this. I want to focus on like. The one I want to focus on one, though, is like, you know, yeah, she took she smoked pot. Okay, the thing is, though, is like like you said, it's illegal in most states. I believe that the anti-doping laws are outdated, given the fact that, like, there's a lot of states and a lot of countries now that have been not either decriminalizing a lot of drugs or making a lot of drugs legal. And I understand and or making a lot of drugs legal and because they know that, like. They know that, like it, 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 you know, it's it's a whatever at this point. Like right. they, they know that these governments know that, and I don't know. Like 
the people that have been really saying like yeah the opinion has been divided there but the, my like i'm i'm just like no let her go to tokyo who cares like, right, it's she, not like she's putting it's not like she's giving herself testosterone to make her like run faster right? it's not like she's doing any peds it's like Fuck you! Give her two medals if she can beat people while she's high as fuck. If she can beat if people, she, smoke people smoke, while she's smoking pot, give her two medals. She deserves the gold and the silver at that point. She does exactly. Like who cares? Like she, it's not like it's, she beat everybody on the track that day. That's all that matters. Right. That I, I just find. I'm sure most of these guys on the Olympic committee too. I'm assuming they're pretty rich. I'm assuming they're. I, I'm gonna assume they do some type of drug. I'm gonna say they're probably they probably do a little harder drug than uh, smoking weed, just because of rich. Because let's face it, all rich people are on hard drugs, and but they're gonna they're gonna disqualify someone for just smoking a little pot after I, she was very classy about it. Though she apologized and she came out saying it's all her fault. She knew the rules. Like I respect her for that, but it's a stupid ass rule. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, deep down, like, you know that, like, she's pissed. Uh, deep down, oh, yeah. you, you know that she has to be pissed about, like, not, I don't think she's mad at herself. I wouldn't be, like, she shouldn't be too mad at herself. I think she would, she's probably more mad about getting disqualified because of an outdated rule. But the thing is, though, is you can't, in this, in this day and age, in this nature, like, you can't come out and say, like, it's not, a, you're not allowed to come out and say, no, that's fucking stupid, which I, which I, is fucking stupid, in my opinion. But I, yeah, she was very classy about it. She understood that she made a mistake there but the thing is though is like we both agree you're taking away an opportunity for somebody to participate in 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 something that happens every four years that was already postponed once and who knows if she'll ever have a chance to participate in the olympics again too because once tokyo was done well once tokyo was done in in about a month like obviously like nobody's gonna be doing anything for track and field in terms of the olympics until 2023 at least which is two more years down the road she'll be two years older and then 2024 wherever 2024 is gonna be like you know that's three years down the road you know how many these these olympic athletes they don't try to participate in more in more and at least more than two olympics like if there right. are one or two Olympics, and unless then you're Usain Bolt or Michael Phelps, yeah, Michael Phelps was unreal though. He, yeah, he was just uh, the, both of those managers you would just mention are just different forms of human beings. But yeah, it sucks because, like, let's be honest, who, what normal person actually goes and cares about like running and swimming and the gymnastics and all that after the Olympics is done? We watch it to represent our country, but as soon as the Olympics is done, everyone can give two shits less about these sports. And I was actually I looked into it though. Actually, runners do make pretty good money, like runners outside the run, yeah. like outside the Olympics. Which I would, it, it surprised me, but like I should have known it. But it surprised me because I didn't realize like they made that good of yeah. money as they did. The support of it, the support of those sports is honestly terrible up until like Olympic years. I mean, the thing is though, it's like you're right. A lot of people like really don't care up until the Olympics. And the thing is though, is like all of a sudden, like because. <laughs> Because something that they feel is outdated, everybody's just like, wait, what the fuck is happening here? And, like, you know, for the most part, I feel like everybody's on the same page that's like, hey, no, this rule's outdated. This rule's outdated. Let an American runner represent right. her country. Which was the first thing in a while that brought America together that literally everyone agreed on that she should be able to run. This is the exactly. first thing in a while that has brought America together saying both sides, like Republican, Democrat, came together and said, fuck, just let her run. Like, she's smoking weed. Like, 
We're just gonna make her slower. If anything, fuck her, let her run. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. And like you said, uh, like you said, you know, this country, like you said, like you just said there, we've literally been divided. But then like when it comes to national event, national tournaments, or like the Olympics or like the World Cup or whatever, like when our athletes, you know, when they represent our country, like we pull together for them and no matter event what they're competing, whether it's the World Cup for soccer or men's best men's and women's basketball in the olympics or even like fucking some horse on some bumfuck farm in uh in uh wherever uh and they're like hey that horse is american go win equestrian for us <laughs> right like how many of us actually care like this sucks to say but how many of us actually care about these sports just fucking let her run but like i don't even i'm not i'm not sure how old she is and all but th- in 2024 now that when the next summer olympics will be Right, yeah, that'll be four years. Well, yeah. how will they do? Will, will they still have it in twenty twenty four? They're gonna keep pushing back everything. No, no, they're gonna, they're gonna keep go back. Okay, gonna yeah, like she's gonna be four years older, and like she might not even get the chance to run again because in four years we might have faster girls coming up. So just let her run now. Exactly, exactly. When it comes to women's sports, there's a lot of different factors there that come into effect that come into play there. But yeah, just let her run. Who cares? Like, but I don't know. Like I said, the Olympic Committee has a lot of answers, uh, uh, questions to answer there with a bunch of outdated stuff. Um, uh, to, to go back to something we had talked about earlier that I meant to throw in there, I am very happy that people want to be a part of the American military because there is no way me and you, they're going to send me and you off to Iraq and be like, all right, you two just – just go protect this country. There's no Can way I, me and her going to get sent there. I'm thankful that we have men and women in the military that are able to do that job for us and not having them force us to. Because if me and you went over there, Jeremy, me and you would die right on the spot. Me and you would be dead. Where are we? Can I ask you one thing real quick? Yeah. Where did you? Where did this thought pop into? Because was well, it when I, you were talking about the South Korean military? Yeah, I, I meant to okay, bring okay. it up that, and then we got talking about it, and I forgot about that. Then we were talking about how this brought America together. And it popped back into my head the thought, so I wanted to go back and mention it. Because we don't have the mandatory service like they do over in South Korea. Okay, okay, I see exactly where you're coming from now. Yeah, no, exactly. I see where you're coming from. I'm not very smart, and I forgot about it until now. I wanted to get that point out there. Okay, okay. I'm just like, wait, wait, hold on. Hey, I just... I had to throw a curveball in there once in a while. I had to—I was throwing fastballs all game. I had to throw a curveball in there. You had to throw a curveball at me. I'm like, wait a second. When did we become a, a military podcast now? When did we do this? We might but, as well um, become a – we could become zero block 30. Zero block 30. No, that's uh, – yeah, might as, might as well, right? <laughs> leave that to uh, the professionals. Yeah, leave that to the professionals too. Oh, uh, God, but uh, – yeah. Ah, right. Sorry, sorry to go off topic there. Well, it's all good. We're gonna move on now. And where, where, where do you want to go now? Where, where do we want to go? We could take the road less traveled and talk basketball and hockey, or we could take the road further traveled and talk about the talk about the Euro and Copa America final. Oh fuck! Let's go into hockey first because Tampa Bay absolutely dominated that series. I mean, from game one. Real well, fucking game two. I guess Montreal will play them, but Tampa just looked like they were going to win another cup. As much as me and you wanted, we didn't get to throw our picks out there because we skipped the podcast last week. Me and you both wanted Montreal. I mean, win. it's a good thing that we skipped that last week because and you, uh, we, we would look stupid. 
Yeah, I, well, my absence, my my lehabaton in six, uh, it came to an end. Yeah, it came to an end real fast. Like, a- after game one, you just kind of knew. As soon as game one happened, I'm like, all right, this is Tampa's Cup. It's just a matter of fact that when they win it, like, is it going to be a sweep? Is it going to be a gentleman's? Well, it can't be a gentleman's sweep. Um, but no, like it, it was embarrassing. It, it, Montreal, they, in my opinion, they stepped away. I don't know if it's because something Tampa was doing, but Montreal had stepped away from what was working for them all playoffs by just kind of playing, getting that first goal, and just kind of locking everything down. They kind of tried to step up, in my opinion, to play Tampa's game with them, and Tampa just plays Tampa's game as good as they can. I mean, Tampa's. Tampa Bay is fucking unreal. They have a great hockey team. They got great players. They have great coaching staff. They got a they got a great general manager. I mean, it, it, you can't try to play their game when you know your game. What you, they got away from what got them there. Yeah, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, Montreal kind of just like they were no match. They were really no match. I mean, in game two, I like Montreal was playing them really. They were playing them well, honestly. And uh, up until up until the end of the second period, when that uh, buzzer beating goal happened at the end there, and then after that, they just kind of collapsed. I'm not gonna lie. I am surprised that Montreal actually won in game four. Tampa had a four minute power play in over in that overtime, and they and they couldn't score, and it was baffling. And in my opinion, like. Just because of how bad terrible te- these, these this finals was terrible, like on an overall basis, because of how bad the finals were, yeah. Montreal wasn't playing their game, and also like hockey isn't meant to be played in July, anyways. In my opinion, like I just kind of wanted the series to end as fast as it could, and in a way, I mean, as much as I would have liked to, to see Montreal make a comeback and it, or at least like try to win Game Five and maybe take it to six for Friday. Like, I just wanted the series to end because I'm just like, all right, you know what? Hockey doesn't – it's not meant to be played in July. Montreal, you really haven't shown up or shown out in this in this entire series except for maybe like 20 minutes here and there or whatever. And, that, and Tampa was just too good. And it was just very, very frustrating to see, honestly. Um, I – I I honestly can't remember a more boring final in recent memory. Honestly, I mean, even the bubble fi- even the bubble final last last uh, last season when Tampa beat Dallas, that was actually more exciting than watching this final. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. This this was one of the worst finals in recent history. Um, there was like you, it was just kind of like it was kind of like watching like a uh, 16U basketball team play against like a 12 or 13U basketball team. It was just, they were Terrible. just outmatched out. But um, going back to game four though, real fast, I that Shea Weber penalty, I felt so bad for that guy because he is probably one of the hardest working players in the NHL. Um, one of probably one of the nicest guys in the NHL. And like I, the whole four minutes where he was in the box, I was just praying like, please just don't let them score while Shea Weber, like Tampa score while Shea Weber's in the box. Because he is the last guy in the NHL that deserves that. It was just an unfortunate penalty. I mean, it could really happen to anyone at any point throughout the game. And it just so happened to happen with like a minute 30 left in the game right before overtime when they're tied. And it was yeah. like, I was just kind of like, I was clinching me asshole there a little bit for him because I could only imagine what he was like. I've, I've played hockey and I have gotten penalties in overtime before. And I'm just sitting in the box like, please, dear God, just fucking not let them score. Just let me get out of this box and like, 
just we can get five guys on the ice. But I can only imagine what he was that four minutes in the box. Well, first off, he went in the box. He sat there for like what a minute, and then he had to go sit in the locker room for another seventeen minutes to come back out and sit back in the penalty box. So I can only imagine that to him probably felt like a solid two hours where he was like, okay, what like I fucked up. Like, yeah, I can only imagine how he felt there. Oh, he probably was like pissed at himself, and I can understand exactly like where you're coming from there. Like that would have sucked. Like you know, if you uh, lost, if you lost the cup, like on uh, an overtime like that, down a man. I mean, unfortunate circumstances happen. Like if that it happens in sports, that's where the that's where parts of sports are cruel. Um, yeah. uh, but the thing is, though, is like even uh, you know. Even like when, even when Montreal did, even like when Shea Weber did come out of the box and was even strengthed, I was kind of just like, you know what, Tampa, just end this, just end this, just end this, because I'm like, uh, this is, we don't need another game. And I mean, I'm glad, like I said, I was glad Montreal won. I'm like, you know what, maybe there's a small chance, but when it went back down yeah. to Tampa, I'm just like, you know what, the score could be one nothing, the score could be like ten nothing. There's no way Montreal is scoring. Mont- I had no, I. I really didn't have to think Montreal. I thought I I had a small glimmer of hope, but when Tampa yeah. scored in the second, I'm just like this series. Well, is I'll over. tell you what. Last night though was the best I have seen Montreal look in this whole series. They, I mean, they it's literally win or go home for them at that point, and they they were playing like it was fucking like they were gonna die if they don't win this game. So I applaud them for that. But I also am happy uh, Vasilevsky won the Cam Smythe. I'm very like I I for a second I thought it was gonna be Cooch, like I thought for sure Cooch was gonna win the con smite. Then when they said Vasilevsky's name, that was the one thing I was happy about because I didn't want to see Tampa repeat. So Vasilevsky getting that trophy kind of made it a little better for me. Yeah, I understand that. There, I feel like no matter what the outcome of was for the Cup final, like if Montreal somehow came back and won the Cup. Or even if Tampa, like, well, we know that they won the cup, but, like, if they held on to, like, if they held on and won the cup themselves, even though we already know they did, whoever won the cup, I feel like the goaltender yeah. was going to be the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. Like, either it was Vasilevsky for Tampa or Carey Price for Montreal. Because let's be honest here, I, uh, I, in Montreal, in, on Montreal's side, like, they really didn't have, like, you know, they, they really didn't have players that were consistent. They kind of just had, like, it, they kind of had players show up like when they needed them for right. games, and Carey Price just stood on his head as far as all, he all playoffs. He said, like, not even in the final, he stood on his head throughout all playoffs, and it was amazing to see. Um, unfortunately, though, like, it, it sucks for him now because he's gonna have a big decision to make, like, regarding his future because he's 14 years in the league now. That was his first Stanley Cup, and you don't. You don't know if you're ever going to get back to another one now, and that's the guy that deserves a cup. I mean, you see guys who are legends never even make it to a cup final. Yeah, I their know. time, and but so he's going to have some big decisions to make. I, but Vasilevsky just literally all series and even all playoffs was just unreal. He, I mean, he's as a he is 14 and 0 now in playoffs after coming off a loss. That is an unreal stat. He is 14 and 0. You want to know an even bigger unreal stat? He's only 26 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's young for a goalie. He's only 26 years old compared to other goaltenders in the National Hockey League everybody talks about who are in their 30s. And not just, like, in their 30s. We're talking, like, mid to late 30s, too. Like, we talk about Vasilevsky, the kid, the dude's only 26. 
which means he's going to be problems. He's going to be pro- he's going to be problems for Tampa for like he's going to be good for Tampa but problems for other teams that face Tampa for years down the road. I mean like I, I mean Tampa Actually he might be a problem for Tampa too once his new contract comes up. Um with yeah. Tampa's money situation now because they're going to have Cooch back a healthy Cooch back next year and they're they going to do what they did. They yeah, they're going to have they're going to have cap issues. So it'll be interesting to see how how they can re- build off of that. Because I mean, clearly, I mean, to win this, I, I, I don't know whether I put an asterisk on last year's cup or not. I know a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people do. A lot of people don't. It's really back mean, to back in the NHL is probably the toughest thing to do. Um, I, I'm sorry, basketball fans, but fucking to go back to back in basketball is so easy. You just need. My- Besides this year, I mean, typically it's always the superstars. I mean, I, I think going back, when you look at um, – we're going to go off topic here a little bit. I know we are. So going back to back in hockey actually has happened more recently than in any of the four major sports. I mean, even before Tampa went back to back, it was Pittsburgh it was back Pittsburgh. In, 16, in 16 and 17. I'm, I'm I mean, saying it's more, it feels like more of a grind for them, though, because it's not like – it's not like they their superstars can be out on the ice all game. No, like, it's I not like in basketball where LeBron can go out there and give you 40 whatever minutes he needs to. Another thing, too, is like when it comes to going back to back, like you see a lot of teams, like a lot of players keep their a lot, a lot of players. The majority of teams, well, the smart teams, for the most part, they keep their core in terms of like trying to either repeat as cup champions or trying to get the cup. Or and or at least like get go make a deep playoff run in hockey. Well, where that's why that's why Chicago, Pittsburgh, and Boston have been so good for so long because they kept the majority it, yeah. of their core. Yeah, I mean Chicago ended up. I mean Chicago won in 2010. They let some players go. They they hit a snag a little bit, but then they they won. They made uh they made conference they made conference finals in 13, 14, 15. They won the cup in 13 and 15. I mean look at Pittsburgh. They uh. Look at Pittsburgh. They they were making they were getting past the first round for the most part. I mean, they ended up winning the cup in sixteen and seventeen. Uh, they lost in the second round in eighteen to OV. Mm-hmm. It was the second round, right? Yeah. And they lost in the second round. I well, mean, the thing- going back to your stat that it happened more recently in hockey than it has basketball, didn't it? Didn't Golden State go back to back? Oh, 17, 18, 17, yeah. 18, 18, 19. No, 17-18. Well, the 17-18 the season, then 18-19 season. No, it was the 17-16-17-17-18. So I do apologize there. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. So it was yeah, I so it was fairly close. It was fairly close. Golden State made the finals there in 19. They lost to Toronto. But when you look at it, like in basketball and hockey, like you take away Golden State, I mean like no but like that was a team that like, you know, could have been a dynasty. But like now you really think about it like it would have been like, yeah, I mean, like it's, it, it, it is hard for the most part because like now you have players bouncing sh- and go bouncing left and right from team to team, which is kind of sad. But then you look at football and baseball where baseball hasn't had a repeat winner in 21 years. It's going to be 21 years once this baseball season ends unless the Dodgers repeat. I mean, based on how they're performing now, I mean, who knows, like, what can happen, but, like... Yeah, they need to figure some shit out there. It's July, and they still have some time. And then you have, then you go back to football. The last team to uh, repeat was um, uh, back, in, uh, back in the early 2000s when the Patriots won three out of four. 
We don't got to talk about that. No, but you know what I'm saying. Though. No, I, I know what you're saying, but we, we don't need to go there right now. No, we don't. We don't yeah, I, know I, I, I just don't like to hear about the Patriots. Well, <laughs> I know what you're saying. And those, were, those were the teams that weren't cheating, though. I mean, those were actually, like, the decent teams that, like, people didn't have a problem with. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, but for baseball and football, it's different compared to basketball and hockey. Whereas, yeah, you have, like, you have, like, going back to back, um, uh, seems more easier in those two sports, especially in bat, especially I say hockey more than basketball, mainly because like, you know, hockey, I understand that like, yeah, you have a team like the war, like, you know, but I feel like there are more teams in hockey that like have a chance. Like if they win the cup, like if they keep the majority of their core together, which most of them try to do, they can do anything. But like, like we always said in previous podcast episodes, anything can happen. Right. I mean look I mean look at Columbus. They won the cup in they won the cup in twenty nine. Yeah, that was the twenty nineteen cup. They won St. Louis, you mean. Yeah, that's what I said, right? You said Columbus. Columbus, fucking idiot. No, St. Louis won the cup and they didn't even make the playoffs if I went following you. Yeah, and then they just completely shit the bed. Then they yeah, and then they make the playoffs again and then they get swept by Colorado. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I mean, yeah, anything could really happen there. I mean I like yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, honestly, like you said, anything could happen. I mean, you know, I do want – let's go into – speaking of basketball and the finals and everything, let's talk about it. I mean, you have these two teams here. I mean, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the, the, let's be honest here. If, you, if you're going to tell me that you had the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks in the finals, I'm going to call you out as a bullshitting liar right there because let's be honest, nobody expected this finals. No. No. Even I – even myself, I completely picked this finals wrong. I, I said the 76ers Utah Jazz were going to beat them. Look what happened to that. Most, said, people, most people thought the Brooklyn Nets were going to win the title. Did I say the you, Suns were going to make the ship? Did I say the Suns? I, no, I'm pretty sure you said Utah me. I think I said Utah. Okay. Okay. I can't remember now because I've uh, – said the Suns were going to make it past round one, but then because they had to play Utah next, and then they – I said, said the they were going to lose to Utah. I did say they were going to use to lose to Utah. Yeah, no, I had the I had the Nets and the Jazz. My I I had the Nets and the Jazz myself. I didn't. Yeah, have, you picked uh, the Knicks to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. What a that was that was my hot take. What a stupid pick that was. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Look at you. Hey, Trey Young you. is the owner of Madison Square Garden. Trey Young's also the owner of Philadelphia. He beat the Sixers you too. Trey Young is the owner of America. He Trae won. Amer- he won a. America's hearts with the way he plays. Except for play New out. York. New York hates them. Fuck Trey Young down there. <laughs> well, uh, I but, can't say the fucking Knicks, so fuck the Knicks fans. No, I'm not a Knicks fan either. I just thought that maybe the Knicks had something well, special with that team. Well, I was it's a big Marcus. I always see, like, when big Marcus get down, it's always fun to see them kind of rebuild, like, kind of with how the Lakers did, how they were just fucking dog shit for years and go back. I mean, the title has an asterisk as well because it was in a bubble. Yeah, but... So LeBron I mean, only has... LeBron only has uh, three titles, not four. <laughs> uh, Scammer, Scammer I, only has one. I can only uh, – I can I can go on another conversation for another day. Actually, speaking, speaking of that, though, with the Asterix, did you see uh, the Calgary Flames tweet last night? It was in in 2004. It was in. Calgary won that cup. The refs are blind. The league is blind. Tampa's a bunch of frauds. <laughs> they should have said congratulations on your one cup. That would, yeah, been, yeah. that would have been an unreal tweet. 
Yeah, that would have been, been, been the tweet of the century right there. That would have been the tweet of the century, but we all know it was in. But, uh, no, I mean, like, game one happened. Yeah, going back to basketball, game one happened a couple days ago. The Phoenix Suns have a, two, have a 1-0 lead. Game two is tonight uh, in Phoenix. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, shit. I, I'm hoping for an entertaining finals. I mean, game one wasn't complete. Game one wasn't too bad. I mean, Phoenix did pull away, mainly just because of how Chris Paul just kind of dominated from the point guard position. Again, the man made his first NBA finals in, in his 16th year in the league, and he he's making the stage his own. Like, he's showing it's like, hey, I'm here finally. This is my show to run now. Yeah, which he is had impre- himself in night uh, which, Tuesday. Yeah, which is impressive to see. But the thing is, though, is like I said, I want a finals. I want a competitive finals. I think uh, a lot of people have been saying that these NBA playoffs have been good because they've been unpredictable. I think that they have been shit, honestly, because games really have not been entertaining, in my opinion. Like, bits, I would, I would only watch bits and pieces because I would see teams like either just completely shitting the bed on both ends of the floor or game or scores wouldn't be close. Like it would be anywhere between a 10 and 15 point deficit uh, on the scoreboard. So in my opinion, like I thought most of playoffs were shit for the most part. So I'm hoping for an entertaining finals. I also hope that Giannis doesn't completely screw up his knee while playing in these finals too, because that would just completely suck for the bucks for years to come. And for basketball fans in general, honestly. But I'm thinking more of, like, Giannis's aspect there. And I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to pull, like, uh, what ESPN and Bleacher Reports accounts do and say, oh, prayers up because all these people are hurt. So pray for pray for them. But we only care about our contracts with the NBA. I'm not going to pull that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you there but um no i actually I, i'm gonna be honest with everyone i haven't really watched nba playoffs like you haven't like i just it, it basketball is just boring to me but this finals well just because i have assumed it was going to be the brooklyn nets and just whoever came out of otherwise everyone i just thought it was gonna be the brooklyn Nets show and i thought brooklyn is gonna march their way to a title but no now that it's actually like i actually good finals because both teams do have superstars but, like, you don't have, like, a lot of superstars on these teams. I mean, you got Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but, I mean, and then Giannis on the other side. And, actually, um, what's his face? Uh, Chris Middleton has actually been playing very well in these playoffs. You so have- it's actually, actually going to be really interesting to see what happens with this finals because it's new teams. Like, we haven't seen new players in finals in, what, fucking 11 years now, 12 years, something like that. It's been a long so time. So it's actually exciting to see new faces there. I mean, that's why I think everyone back in 2019 was rooting for Toronto because it's like, okay, let's kill this Warriors dynasty right now. And so yeah. I, think every, I think everyone in America was a Raptors fan besides people from uh, San Diego. San Francisco, the Bay Area. San Francisco. Well, California I'm, in general, and like, yeah. except for except for Los Angeles. They'll never root for anybody outside the Lakers there. Or, yeah. But, uh, but in my opinion, hey, I mean, LA, LA is Clippers country now, though. <laughs> that is that is Clippers country now. That is Clippers country. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have two teams. One team hasn't made the finals up until uh, the last time the Phoenix Suns made the finals was in 1993 when they lost to the Bulls in six. So uh, championship Chuck. Um, uh, sorry, love you, but uh, <laughs> and then the last time the Milwaukee Bucks made the finals uh, was 1974. And um, the last time the Milwaukee Bucks actually did win a title in 1971. Um, uh, so, so yeah, it's 50 years since their last, it's 50, it's 50 years since their only title. It's 28 years since the Suns act. It's 28 years since the Suns um, uh, made their last final um, uh, in terms of that. So we've got two teams that, uh, well, one team would like to add a second ring to their collection, and one team would like to add a ring to uh, their collection, add a single trophy to their collection. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm gonna go. I mean, like you've got like different storylines here. Like you've got Chris Paul solidifying, like, like adding to his legacy of becoming an NBA champion. Ever. Yeah, like adding to his legacy of becoming an NBA champion. You're gonna have Giannis adding to like adding on to like already all the accomplishments he's already done. You're gonna have the storyline of Devin Booker, uh, of Devin Booker just uh, you know becoming a young cha- a young champion and just uh, you know gonna become a, already is a great player and just you know and winning a championship would just add on to like what he does in the future. And then also you've got like. Like you said, like with two mid-market teams, like two small or mid-market teams, like who know, like nobody. Yeah, I'm sure the market team is fucking pissed that this finals happened. Yeah, um, uh, I'm the networks are pretty pissed, probably in my opinion, but I don't care what the networks say. They, I don't really care. I mean, Milwaukee, good for Milwaukee being there because like Milwaukee has endured failures over the past couple of seasons when they thought that they should have made the finals at least in 29, at least in 2019. Milwaukee, I think, had a better chance in 19 than 20 to make the finals, but getting upset by Toronto in the um, uh, conference finals kind of just put a damper on it on, on everything there. And then in 2020, they just kind of shit the bed in the bubble. So good for the Bucks there. Um, but this Suns team, I mean, I didn't expect, I didn't, nobody saw them going to the finals. But the thing is, though, is like I said in a pot, like, when the podcast was still my, my podcast, I said, like, watch out for the Phoenix Suns. Like, they're going to make the playoffs because they went 8-0 in the bubble and got screwed out of going to the playoffs because of all because of, like, whatever rule bubble rules they had down there. And, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, now they got Chris Paul. Now they can actually, like, make some noise, maybe get, like, a 5-6, maybe get, like, a 4-6 to six seed in the playoffs. Nope, yeah. they, get, they get the two seed, and here they are. To be honest, I did not expect Chris Paul – at the beginning of the season, I'm not going to lie, I did not expect Chris Paul to make this much of a difference on this team, and he made one fucking hell of a difference. I should have known because even when he went to OKC last year, he made were, a fucking dog shit team actually pretty decent. They they were a five seed. He yeah, made he them made, a fucking five seed. He made the dog shit team actually pretty decent. Yeah, he made them pretty good. I mean, wherever I mean, it, it just goes to show that, I mean, wherever he's been, though, He's made that team better because Lob City is nothing without Chris Paul. I Lob mean, City, yeah, Lob City was the, nothing. The, without the Hornets Chris were Paul. fucking dog shit, but that's not Chris Paul's fault. I mean, that's just fucking. That's the team. That's fucking. That's fucking just the Hornets being fucking hot dog shit and always will be because their owners can't figure shit out down there. No, and that's even before. Yeah, and that's even before. Um, uh, they became well. That's even before they became the Pelicans. 
Because don't forget the Hornets changed their name. And, no, I know, uh, but I'm saying that's because he was drafted. Yeah, to New the Orleans. Hornets. Yeah, because they were always yeah New Orleans. Yeah, they were always dog shit. Because yeah, they switched to the Pelicans and then they got AD and AD couldn't even make the team better. Now they got fucking Lonzo Ball and Zion and they Zion. still can't do they, anything. Yeah, Zion looks. Yeah, but yeah, um, is it is it too soon to call Zion a bust? That's another conversation for another day. But okay, I let's mean, get into it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say no. I mean, he averaged like 27 points per game on 60% shooting this season, which is very exceptional. I mean, considering the fact that players like actually when they average 27 points per game or even 25 points per game, they're probably only shooting like for anywhere between 40 and 45% from the floor. I would say maybe well, if he just... Yeah, but wouldn't, I, you, wouldn't you have to say he should have already made playoffs with that team? I mean, considering what he has around him, I mean, they're probably, I mean, I mean, look, I, what, look what LeBron had with him when he came into the league. It was fucking dog shit, and they made playoffs. I mean, 2007 was an exceptional team. He carried them to the finals, but uh, I wouldn't say for a, a, a second year player to carry that. So not maybe, a bust yet, okay. Not a bust. I mean, I get, yeah, what he, he, yeah, he averaged 27, 7, and 3, something like that. Yeah. He, I but, think. I don't I know. Think, I, I feel like if, if you're a star, you just need to carry your team to the playoffs. Like, you get to. Will it? Well, is Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving a bust then? Because uh, because he couldn't carry Cleveland to dog shit until LeBron came back there, and now look at Kyrie. Well, the different there's a there's a difference though. Zion is a guy that can play the point guard and the big, whatever. Zion is Kyrie. Again, you just completely fuck you for saying bring up Kyrie. Fuck you for bringing up Kyrie like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, fuck. I don't know what to say. You literally just stumped me, you dick. Well, I mean, you. you I, you're I, right. You're right. I, it, it, it's a valid point, and I you had what you're you brought up a point about Zion in the topic but, about Zion. All right, Zion, all right. Is, is he Zion. not going to go down as a goat then? Yeah, Zion. Is he not going to go down as a goat? Still too early to tell, in my opinion. I mean, my thing is, is like, you, you, we know how basketball operates. Like, if a, if a player does not go, if a player is not happy on a team, if they're not going as far as they think they can go in terms of coaching and management, obviously said player is going to want to leave. Will yeah. Zion stay in New Orleans this entire Zion career? to the Knicks. Zion to the Knicks. Jesus Christ, imagine New York going nuts after that. We don't need that. We don't need New York burning itself to the ground again. Well, actually, See, I, I, I'm not a, actually let it happen. Let I don't have a favorite team in basketball, so if Zion goes to the Knicks, I'm hopping on the Knicks bandwagon. What, I, I'm, what gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it on here. I'm not a I don't have any affiliation in any basketball team. So if Zion goes to the Knicks, call, call me a Knicks fan until they're dog shit that I'm hopping on another bandwagon. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But um, uh, back to the finals, though. Game two is tonight. Um, I feel like if the Suns win game two tonight and take home court, um, Suns in four? <laughs> Suns in four. Um, Suns in four? Okay, if, if, if the Suns do win tonight, I think Milwaukee at least takes one at home. And then it'll be over in five? Five or six. This this series definitely doesn't go to seven. Well, if Milwaukee wins tonight, I could see it going seven. But if the Suns win tonight, the Suns are taking this in uh, five or six. Yeah, and this team is doing what Charles couldn't. Charles Barkley couldn't do. Yeah, that's right. Championship Chuck will always remember. Hey, but, um, he does, uh, hey, he does have he does have a win under his belt. He did win the match last year. He also won an Olympic gold medal, so he has that. You know what? We could. Do you think? Do you think that uh, Phoenix Suns give him a gentleman sweep? Go four one. I I can see a gentleman's. 
4-1. I mean, if Phoenix wins game, like you said, if Phoenix wins game two, I think the series is over in favor of Phoenix. But the thing is, though, is like that all depends on like how healthy Giannis is. If Giannis, if Giannis like if Giannis like gets healthy, like a little bit healthier, like when they go into Milwaukee, and if Milwaukee takes game, if Milwaukee could, if Milwaukee takes one game. If Milwaukee, if Phoenix takes game two, the series is over in favor of Phoenix, unless Milwaukee takes game three. Then the series is up in the air there, I feel like, because, like, once you get into, like, games three and four, it's always, like, it's always, like, it all depends on, like, who wins that. It always depends on who wins game three, in my opinion. Like, if Phoenix wins, Phoenix wins games two and three, and they take a 3-0 lead, forget about it. But if Phoenix, if whoever wins game three, I feel like will win this. Whoever wins game three is winning the series, I feel like, no matter what. But I'm going to take Suns in five in this one. I always okay. like I always like seeing teams win on their home court. That's why. I, I don't like yeah. I, I don't like seeing teams win. That's why Tampa purposely lost game four because Canada wouldn't let any family in to celebrate, so they had to bring it back. Yeah, to the they game. had to. It's always um, weird. Let me can I ask you a question real fast? Go right ahead. Because yes. I always thought a gentleman's sweep was you give the team the first game, then you beat them in four after that. But is a gentleman's sweep just the four-one series? I think a gentleman's sweep is you you lose the first one, then you win the next four. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. And then I looked, I, I just looked it up, and it said something different, so I got confused, and so I asked you. To what speak. did it say there for you? It just said you give the team one game, uh, just to be a, in quotes, gentleman. Okay, so maybe it is that then. I don't know. I always I, I always just assumed it was you give the team game one, then you win the next four. Yeah, you yeah you lose game one, then you then you win the next four. Yeah, I always thought that too. Okay, we'll go. We'll 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 agree to disagree with Google there, but right, um, fuck you, Google. Yeah, I'm saying five. I like I said, I want to see that. I'm, I, yeah, Suns and five. Uh, since I haven't gonna have to say one, I'm, I'm gonna go Suns and fuck Suns and five. I'm going Suns and five. Yeah, Suns and five. I don't like seeing teams win title. Like I don't like seeing teams that I pick to win win on the road. Like you're not your home fans aren't there. Like yeah, they're there. Like they're you're not seeing a lot of your fans there. You're seeing a lot of empty seats or a bunch of booze. Yeah. And then there's the occasional like two or three people like in the stands that are actually like, hey, we're actually seeing a team win something, so we're happy. We're just happy to be here at this point. So, like, it's yeah. it's a very awkward situation, man. See, I so, like it because then it's kind of like a big fuck you on their court, and then you come back home to the people to celebrate. I, I like it. I, I don't I don't care that's where they're That's fair. It, that's it's fair. fun at home, but it's also, to me, fun at away because you can kind of, like, I got to keep this PG. I'm not going to say what I was just about to say. Um, You can just kind of give a big, you like. You just kind of fuck shit up after you can just kind of You can just kind of give a big fuck you to the away crowd. I was going to say, fuck, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, stop man, yourself, Jake. It's, uh, stop it. Stop it right there. We're <laughs> not getting canceled. But um, uh, speaking of finals, um, uh, I do want to go into it. Let's go into our last topic here. Um, uh, with two finals um, uh, that are on Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, the Copa America final and the euro final and ironically there the two the both finals uh, the host cities uh, the host nations of both finals have they have their country playing in their home, in their own final brazil will be taking on their rival argentina in brazil and england will be taking on italy at wembley in london so it's it's kind of like a homecoming in a way. I mean, more so for England than for Brazil because sadly Brazil won't be able to have people out celebrating or even like preparing for the game or at the game because of COVID and everything. But 
in terms of England, like that whole country is just gonna practically well. I mean, it's already it's it's already closed down for the most part. They're already ready, but they're ready for it get, to come home. Before we get into that, Copa final. We'll talk Copa final first. I'm not gonna lie. I really have not paid attention to the Copa America at all because the games, for the most part, like they're on like they're on it. They were on at like weird times. They're on like when I'm eating dinner at like five o'clock. And then they're on like at like seven or nine o'clock or whatever. And I'm happy you brought like, that up because I was about to say the same exact thing that all the times for the games were so weird. And I, I don't, is there a time? I don't, what is the time difference where they're playing? I don't think there's anything, right? There's really no time difference. If anything, maybe an hour, like if maybe anything, an hour ahead, depending on like how far like east you go into Brazil, but that's it. Like right. the I, I thought those games were on weird times, but then I thought it was just me. So I'm happy you said that. Yeah. Like, they were just on, like, at times, I'm like, okay, like, okay, no, I'm going to watch the Yankees game. Uh, then again, at the same time, like, I'm not going to watch Peru and Paraguay. I'm sorry. Like, you you can't. <laughs> the only way you get me to watch that is if you tie me to a chair and, like, force me to watch it. Like, I can't. I, I can't. But, I mean, this final, based on, like, how I always think Copa Americas are, I always have a feeling, like, you know, it's always going to be Brazil and or Argentina in the final. And we get both this year. We get Brazil and Argentina in the final. We get a Neymar versus Messi final. They finally get to go head-to-head. Uh, they, they're on the same pitch together for the first time since they were back in Barcelona in, seven, in 2017. Um, uh, Messi is trying to get his first international trophy. Um, Neymar is trying to get his second international trophy with Brazil after he won the now-defunct Confederations Cup back in 2013 with Brazil. So, um, it's, I, I'm looking forward to the final, to the Copa final, honestly, because we get to see two great footballing nations of, in, in the history of South America, two of the greatest footballing nations in all of international football, honestly, go head to head, um, pretty much for the umpteenth time. Um, what do you think about the final? What are you looking forward to? Well, I, I, as much as I, was a Ronaldo fanboy. I started just realizing the greatness of Lionel Messi. So I, I'm hoping you've become your brother. Oh my I, god! I, I, I no, because I'm still no, because you actually know. watch soccer. That's right. I watch I watch soccer, and I just started to realize like greatness of Messi. Now that he's leaving Barcelona, I don't know. I just can't stand Barcelona. So maybe that's why I didn't like Messi. Now that he's leaving. I'm like, okay, I, I like this guy. It's kind of like Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. I'm like, okay, this guy's not so bad. No, this guy's not so bad. Like, yeah. But um, I, I just want Messi to get his first. I mean, this Brazil squad, though, is just – they're just a fucking wagon. But I, I've said that all about a lot of teams, and then those wagons end up falling apart for some reason. Uh, because you keep calling them wagons, probably. But I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving them the commentator strings, you think? Uh, we're giving them the we're, I think it's the podcast curse, honestly. I mean, we said we I said the Avs were gonna win, go 16 and 0 in the playoffs, <laughs> and you called them a wagon, and then they ended up losing four straight and getting knocked out. All right, so if I say I think Brazil is gonna win this title, will Messi get his first? Uh, probably. It's kind of right, well, like the it's kind of like the Mick Jagger. It's kind of like a Mick Jagger curse. So like you know who Mick Jagger is, right? Who doesn't know who Mick Jagger is? There are stupid people in this world, sir. Well, you got okay? You, you have see? to live under a rock for the most part not to know who Mick Jagger is. But I, I always like th- there's this joke about Mick Jagger when it comes to him supporting like footballing nations uh, at international tournaments. Um, is it kind of like so, the Drake curse? 
It's kind of like the Drake curse with Mick Jagger. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's kind of like the Drake curse with Mick Jagger. I didn't want to bring up the Drake curse because, let's be honest, he really doesn't have a true team. He only support <laughs> he supports Toronto. We all know that. But then, like, yeah, he'll yeah. just, like, represent our teams. But, like, with Mick Jagger, like, he predict, like he wanted England to, like, succeed like, and do so well. And then they just kind of shit the bed. But then, like, you know, I remember back in the 2014 World Cup, like, there were a lot of German fan- Germany fans. Like, they had, like, they had, like, paper cutouts of Mick Jagger dressed in our Argentina colors just so <laughs> just so they just as a superstition um uh kind of like it is kind of like the drake curse well i guess maybe we're kind of like the drake curse so yeah if you if you if you're saying that brazil is going to win we know what you're really thinking yes yes i i i brazil will win messi will finally get his first international title which i, I he has deserved i think a couple more in my opinion well I mean, uh, the thing is, though, is... I mean, he, what was it, the 20... Three straight losses in a row in finals. They ended up losing the 14 World Cup to Germany. And then they lost. I and didn't want Germany they, to win that World Cup at all. I didn't want them to win it either. I thought Argentina may have actually got their World Cup, uh, got the World Cup again. And then they lost uh, back-to-back Copa America finals to Chile on pens, actually. USA should have went through. I'm sorry, USA should have beat Argentina. Well, uh, we lost four to one to them, if I remember correctly. I thought it was in penalties. No, we lost like four to one. Messi killed us. What the hell am I thinking about then that we lost Argentina in penalties? Uh, no, you're thinking we bought, you're probably thinking of how we bottled a 2 0 lead to Brazil in the Confed Cup like a decade ago. I'm gonna look this up. You keep talking. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, we we lost like three or we lost like three to one or four to one in that Copa American game because I do remember that. That was actually kind of painful. I thought I actually thought we had a chance, but uh, yeah, Argentina lost on pens to Chile both times. And then I remember Messi, like, in, like he retired from international competition after that. Cause I remember, I remember talking, I remember like shit talking your brother about it. Like, I'm like, oh, look at your goat. You're, look at your goat, the fucking baby. My, and, and then he's like, you shut up. Right. He, he was just like messaging me, like, shut the fuck up. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I was wrong. You were right. I was thinking about when they lost to Chile in the finals in PKs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that the tournament that Messi said he was done with international after that? Yes, I just said that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I was I was just looking stuff up and reading, and I wasn't really listening. I'm sorry about that. That's right. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Not a lot of people listen to me, anyways. I mean, that's okay. But I'm your um, co-host, I probably should. Yeah, as your co-host. Yeah. Uh, hey, give us the, give us the listens. You just don't have to listen to us. Just get us a listen so we can grow this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, breaking news, everybody. I am now firing my co-host, and I am replacing him with. Don't uh, fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> I am replacing him with. His brother Zach Sosha. Oh, that took a that took a that took a hard left turn. I was expecting a a fucking Red Sox loving piece of shit. <laughs> I would rather replace you with your dad than Paiska. Damn, Paiska, he's calling you out right now. We gotta get you on the pod so you can make sure this doesn't get left go left unsaid. You gotta clap back right now. He ain't gonna clap back. He, we all we all know he's a, we all know he ta- we all know more shit comes out of his mouth than out of his ass. Not nah, just kidding, Paisco. We love you. Paisco, he's not kidding. You got you got to come on this podcast and defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plot twist, Paisco. We'll team up and we'll take Jake. We'll take down Jake. That's an, I'm sorry. That's an easy fight. I, the odds on me, like I'm like plus or I'm minus like twenty thousand. 
Two on one with you and Paiske, I'm literally minus twenty. I'm just gonna let Paiske do all the work, and I'm gonna sit back and have a beer. What are you talking I'll just, about? I'll just stand over a railing, like in a Burger King railing, and see if you can get over it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. He's he's really gonna come on and defend that's, himself. That's the now. one thing. That's the one thing. when he comes on the podcast. That's the one thing I want. I just want to tell a story about when he comes on the podcast. Is that that's remember, the one that's thing remember I that like that was Paiske's. Uh, that was the highlight of his soccer career. Was doing that, not even anything on the pitch, just that. No, that's not even the highlight of his soccer career. I know we're way off topic now, but and I want him to go more in depth about this. But the highlight of his soccer career wasn't even when he was on the team. It was his first practice, and he just decided it was a pra- that practice he just decided to show up at. And you two are talking, and I still remember because it, it was the day before a game. I think we ended up having to play like God. I think it was like. No, it was it was oh, oh it was O'Hara. Everybody was making a big deal about it because it was O'Hara or somebody like that. And I still remember code the co- like because your dad wasn't coaching. It was uh, oh, lots, of, and um, it was uh, it was Colin's dad that said like, "What are we looking forward to in tomorrow's game, everybody?" And and I just hear him whisper to you, "Co-ed soccer." And I, and then and then I'm just like fucking die. Like I'm just like, oh my god, I swear to God, if anybody heard that other than me. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Winkworth's like, "Who said something?" And he, and then he like gets at you and Paiska. What did you two say? And Paiska's like co-ed soccer. And then all of a sudden, on the fucking line right now. And I'm just like, thanks, Paiska. You're, you're making us do suicide <laughs> like for like another half hour. You fuck. Dude, oh, were my. you on the team at the point where? Uh, and now we're way off topic. But uh, do you remember the point? Um, were you on the team when uh, when Coach Winkworth threw an eraser at me? I don't remember that honestly. I well, remember we were, we were sitting in the locker room. They were going yes, over yes, the the board. Yes, you. Yes, I remember that because he Michael was farted and seconds. Michael farted and I laughed and he looked right at me and whooped the eraser. I mean, worst role of all time, people. Didn't even come close to me. Yes, because he was going over like plays on the chalkboard. Uh-huh. And, like, and like I do remember that. Oh my god, that was that was when we were freshmen. Freshman yeah, year. I, yeah, was I was I was a sophomore then. Yeah, and he the worst throw of all time, people. It's like. Have you ever seen the Bryce Harper helmet throw where he tried to throw it at the pitcher and completely missed? It was an even worse throw than that. Oh, my God. No, nothing be – okay, so Paiska jumping over the railing was when we was when we were so, – when I was a sophomore and you were yeah, – No, that was still the coach. Yeah, yeah, that was my yeah you were a junior because we had Jorge on the team when he uh, – we had – everybody thought Jorge was like our – Jorge, our, uh, Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. Yeah, our uh, high school Iniesta when – I mean, that kind of turned out to be a bust. But, um, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, right. We all know who the best player on that team was. Yeah, we all know it was. Devin. Come it's on it's it, it is someone with my last name, but not my first name. Uh, but it, it, my my defense, my senior year, I was a leading goal scorer, so hats off to me. We didn't win anything though. We like, won I was a goalie the last game. I I had to be a goalie in penalties, and I don't know shit about goalie how to play goalie. I don't well, I don't write every time every shot went left. Well, I mean, if they, yeah, I do remember that. But, no, I mean, for our freshman year, my freshman year, your sophomore year, and we're way off topic now. I don't care. It's our podcast. But I do remember, like, that was just a shit year, and in, in, uh, in all honesty, because, like, the majority of our practices sucked because Millette didn't know what he was doing to coach. His nephew would always, like, he always would bring his nephew to practice. Oh, I forgot nephew, about that little kid. 
he would always run around like and he would try to get his nephew uh to practice with us and it's like no like because the kid was only like in third grade like why are you having like a fucking nine-year-old practice with like any people that are like anywhere from like 14 to 18 like it's just not gonna work like and he didn't know what to do half the time anyways he kind of just like ran around in a circle uh, during, yeah, I, I don't know why he did that. I mean, that team was a fucking grade-A shit show until my dad came to coach. So, the team was a grade-A shit so show. He, so no. he, he stayed two years. He stayed for my senior year, and it was your and Zach's junior. Then he stayed for Zach's senior year. He's like, thanks, NC. I'm out. I'm done coaching this shit team. Yeah, because, yo. Oh, God, but he actually, I, we, actually, we actually made it to finals under my dad, though. We made it to semis under your dad. No. I thought no, we CC, made the no. finals. We won finals, like under your dad. You guys no. won finals, and we lost. My senior year, we lost in semis. Your okay, guys' senior won. year, you won finals, but then lost in like whatever the fuck that was. I think it's like the high school, like Catholic high school, Buffalo Catholic high school version of the Community Shield. Oh, okay, that's what it is. <laughs> that was like the cross. It was like a crossover because, like, that was weird because, like, our my senior year, like they, 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 like my senior year, like they stopped with like the one division thing. They made the two divisions, yeah. Kind of like how, kind of like how the public high schools have, like you know their classes based on school size. Yeah. So like we were B because of well Niagara Catholic. We was had like, we had all of like. 36 kids in our high school yeah exactly and then like you had like the a class a which was like joe's and canisius and timon and i think nichols no we nichols was b2 even though nichols probably could have been nichols a, could but... have been a which was the stupidest thing ever i hated that's why i hated playing nichols in basketball it was like so yeah. you, have, you have kids who you're literally paying to come to the school right now and you expect well i mean granted i was probably not to chew my own horn here, but the, probably the best player in our basketball league, at least. Yeah, I mean, for the most part. I mean, but, uh, oh, God. But we no, were... no, I just remember being so, your guy seeing, like, this happened on your senior year, being so pissed at Tommy for missing his PK that lost you guys that game. Tommy, back, Tommy, that. Tommy, back Zach off the shot and said, "I got it." I was, well, I was trying to tell Tommy to let me take it, actually. And Tommy was, I'm like, Tommy, Tommy, let me take it. And Tommy wasn't hearing me. I swear to God, Tommy just like tuned me out. Because I, I, I remember, I had no um, confidence in Tommy. Because after was no, like the, after you went through the rotation once, anyone could just shoot. Anyone could just shoot. And then and after we I went through backing Zach off the shot, and I was so pissed at him. What really pissed me off was like we should have Noah hit the crossbar, and then Matt McKenzie hit the crossbar too. And because they, because the goalkeeper like went to his, to his left both times and we just, and they just went right down the middle. And I was so pissed at that. And then like, when we went to the rotate back to us, like we kept the same rotation. I'm like, no, we didn't need to keep the same rotation. Mm-hmm. Cause I, as when Tommy went up, I'm not going to lie. I had no confidence in Tommy making his penalty because if I remember correctly, when he made his first one, it was dog shit and he barely got it in. Yeah. I think the goalie saved it. Yeah, I had no confidence. I and I'm not gonna like I didn't have a con I, because I would always remember like when we did PKs and not to toot my own horn, like I feel like you and I were probably the two best PK takers on our team, like on our high school soccer team. And then after you left, I feel like it was me and Noah actually. After that, like I'm I, sorry, just, I, I would say Zach was the best PK taker. No, Zach honestly could not honestly take a P when we did PKs after you left. Like, I don't know if Zach didn't take himself seriously or anything, but he couldn't do PKs for shit. It was terrible. And in your guys' final, he scored every time he stepped up. Yes, he did. And he scored, he scored my senior year too. Are you talking about practice? 
Well, I feel like because well, I know Zach, because I know Zach goes bottom left corner every single time. Zach goes bottom left corner every single time. And the thing is, though, is like Collins. At the same time, let's let's be honest here. Was Zach actually paying, caring all that much? No, but I feel like it was either me, Zach, or Noah our senior year, and then like you, me, and Zach like our junior year. Like I really felt like I'm not tooting to toot my own horn here. I don't care. Like I really felt like I was a better PK taker than like ninety percent of our team. Yeah, I didn't my senior year. Uh, in my, uh, the semifinal game, I didn't even get to take a penalty. I didn't get to take a penalty. You know, you didn't. We I lost won. in five, and my dad's like, "You're gonna be the sixth shooter." And then we didn't make it to six shooters because fucking Michael Granga put it over the crossbar. Michael Granga, you're I, I I love Michael. I love them, but he should not have been a PK taker. Having Michael Granga take a PK was honestly the dumbest move I ever saw in my like. Like I've seen professional coaches make blunders, but I thought that was worse than any blunder I saw in a professional game. I'm like, uh, like he couldn't take a he couldn't make or take take a PK for shit in practice. Like when we would do it, he would always like go he would go like he would always go right down the middle or sky it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, he has no accuracy. He can't shoot the ball. You're literally having the worst shooter on our team outside of like the bench. Take take the PK. <laughs> And I'm not trying to insult anybody on the bench because let's be honest, I'd be throwing shade at ten people. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was tough playing sports at an Irish Catholic. It was. So be, really, any, anyone made the team. Well, no cut policy, that's why. But um, uh, no, we, <laughs> maybe we should have everybody come on and just like vent at everybody. Fuck, I'd be down for that. Just fucking talk uh, shit to everyone about what they did wrong, especially. I see. I didn't mind the soccer team because our soccer team was actually like basketball. Halfway decent. Our basketball, basketball team. I you could, would talk. I, I have a feeling you could. You would call. I would rip out every single person from every team I played on from my freshman year up until my senior year because I. I'm gonna chew my own horn here again. I was the best player all throughout high school on all the teams we had, and I don't care what anyone else says. And I can show the stats after high school as to who went to play somewhere and who actually scored and stuff. I could. Oh, yeah. I have. I have a pretty. I have a pretty decent. Uh, argument here about why I was the best basketball player in that high school. I'm going to see, I'm not going to talk about anything like, cause I only did basketball when I was a senior, obviously. But yeah. the thing is though, is for soccer, I'd be right there with you. I would rip everyone a new one because I will literally could criticize everybody on like what they did wrong and like why they shouldn't have done it. Like Tom, like, you know, and honestly, like the, here's another one. Tommy playing I met- scared as shit all the time. Who? Tommy playing scared as shit all the time. Tommy playing scared as shit all the time. Devin playing like a fucking ball hog in the center. In the center oh, speak, of speaking of Devin, you want to talk about his goal, his quote unquote goal kicks for a second? Jesus He's fucking like, Christ. Someone needs to move. And then he fucking just kicked the ball. <laughs> that was that. terrible. Not no, those... give everyone a chant. Like, I'm sorry, but if you look at professional soccer players, fucking maybe two people are moving for a ball. That was terrible. That was terrible because the thing is, though, is I remember every, every, Molette, your dad, Colin's dad, like they all, everyone told me the same thing. Stand on the sideline. Stand yeah. right on the line. Don't move. Devin would be like, why aren't you moving? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I would literally say, shut the fuck up to him because like, you're not, I don't care. Like, he, oh my God. He was like, oh God. Oh my God. I, uh, it, it, it literally frustrated me sometimes like watching him play because watching him and Tommy like on that, and they were on the same side of the field, which really scared me because like you have somebody that won't pass the ball and another one that won't call for the ball. And I'm just like watching dog shit on the other side 
Yeah, this was we we in reality we shouldn't have won a fucking single soccer game. In reality, we shouldn't have, honestly. Uh, I mean, God, I'm sorry. Reality- I'm sorry, but we didn't have the greatest goalkeeping. We didn't really have really. I we didn't really have shit. I mean, you were a good. You played outside midi. You were a good outside midi. Oh, I couldn't play. Yeah. What really pissed me off is like when he would put me at the fence. I hated it because when he would put me at the fence, he wouldn't just move me. They wouldn't just move me back to left or right back. I would be at center back. I'm five foot fucking five. Why are you having a five foot five player at center back? <laughs> that makes no sense. And then Dave finally realized. And then like when your dad took over, he's like, okay, Jeremy, I'm going to need you to play right back a game or two because, uh, because Matt McKenzie like had his asthma issues and he played yeah. like, he always stood behind me. So like we would like we would rotate in and out like we would we would swap yeah like, we would swap like I would play right I would play like right back with sometimes and he would play right mid just because like I knew he could get that second wind eventually and and, and he could get that second wind eventually and go like where I like where he wanted to go so I'm like hey we'll just do that and oh my god but like I played center back the one I remember playing center back one game and I'm like why the fuck am I here. Why? Uh, and I'm just looking over at Millette and he's, and he takes me out and he's like, what do you like? That was, te-, and he's like, what were you doing out there? And I'm like, why did you have me play center back? Have you seen me? I'm two, I'm, I'm two inches taller than you, buddy. And I, I speak, didn't play the rest speaking, of that game after speaking that. Speaking of that NC that soccer, I, I, I'm going to announce it right now. Um, I think we're going to have our first guest next week. Uh, I think Zach wants to come on. Zach does want to come I, on. I, I told, I just messaged him and Andrew said, so you guys got to just make sure you listen to the end of the podcast. I was like, we're ripping MC soccer right now. <laughs> and uh, so Zach's going to come on next week. We're talking about that. Oh, Zach's going to, yeah. I feel like we have a lot of soccer stories to tell. Oh, God. We'll, there's one more soccer story I do want to talk about, though. And like, we're going past it because I was talking about our freshman year. But do you remember the one practice that we had? And we ended up, like, getting our asses kicked. Like, it was a bad game. Like, we all played, like, dog shit or whatever. And then, like, the practice after that, like, Millette made us, like, fucking carry Colin around the whole field. <laughs> now that you say it, I do fucking remember that shit. That was the dumbest shit we've ever done. That was terrible. Do you remember, do you remember fucking running up the hill at the the water plant? That. Or was that, that, was that my freshman year? The hill at the water plant. Uh, that may have been your freshman year. I'm not I, even kidding. He took us to a water plant for a solid. I'm not even kidding you. Three hours. All we did was run up and down the hill. That may have been at your some point, year. At some points, we literally had a ball at our feet trying to run up and down. Like even coming down the hill, he made us try to control the ball. I'm like how the fuck am I gonna control the ball? It's just gonna roll down the hill as soon as I set it down. You dumbass. That was terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. No, that was not. I don't remember that. That may have been your freshman year. Oh my god. That's sounds. That's terrible. That's torture. Like you can't even do that. Like. Oh my god! No. I get going up though, but then going down, I was like, control it. I'm like, dude, I'm not controlling this ball. I'll just fucking just tow it down. The, I'll just tow it down there and run after it. That's terrible. You can't control like you can control the ball running uphill because it's not gonna go anywhere unless you have a terrible touch. Like, but like going downhill, like you can't do that. Like, you know, <laughs> oh my terrible god. touch, Cheeham. Are we really just gonna? I feel like if when Zach comes on, we're oh, just yeah, so we should stop this now because I know Zach's gonna want to rip into everyone next week. Zach's gonna want to rip into everyone. I feel like if I had more people no, come on, they're gonna rip into him. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, like I'm not defending because he's my brother, but like, how could anyone really rip into Zach? He was clearly like fucking far and ahead of everyone, better than what was on our team. 
Well, I mean, there were people that were ripping into him. Like, I'm not gonna name names. Oh, so. you got you got to tell him next week. Let him let him get into one. <laughs> yeah, I'll let him get into one. I'll let him get into one. But back to actual soccer now. Uh, we already talked about the Copa final. Um, uh, we both you said Argentina is gonna win. I think Brazil will win. Um, it should be a good final nonetheless. But Mate, I said Brazil's gonna win. Piss off. We know what you meant, though. You know what I meant, but I said Brazil's going to win. So don't, I know don't, exactly don't, what you meant. Don't, you put the jinx, don't put the jinx back on me. No, Brazil's winning this. Me, we'll side it, so now opposite is going to happen. Okay, fine. So I'll say Argentina will win. Just no, so. you piss off. <laughs> Can we just both agree that Brazil's going to win this final? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, there we go. But Argentina... Are we going to do the same thing? Are we going to do the wink, wink, nudge, nudge for the Euro? No, final? because we've brought this as far to the finals. No, it's coming Boy, home. Boys and girls, it's fucking coming home. It's coming home. We, we brought it this far. We predicted them. They're, it's fucking. I don't care what else we predicted that came wrong because we. I think we've got everything wrong besides England. To be we, fair, we no, we <laughs> did well. Actually, actually, you drove Denmark. You drove Denmark to the semis. We got the the one semi correct. We didn't have Switzerland beating France. We didn't have Italy go. I had Italy losing to France in the quarters. I didn't. I think I had, I had Spain losing to Sweden. You had Spain losing to Sweden. I, no, I had Italy losing to. Uh, you had Italy losing to uh, France in the quarters. You had France yeah. going to the final, and I did too. Uh, but I said if Italy did, if I I did say this actually, if France found a way to like lose or whatever, that Italy would go to the final, but it wasn't a true prediction. But the only thing we've gotten right was England. <laughs> well, that's the one thing we needed, right? Because me and you both want to fucking come home. I'm exactly. off on Monday. I'm trying to get off of a trip with my girlfriend so I can go up to Rochester and watch this game with Jeremy. Yeah, I know. I mean, my thing is, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you can't get off, I'm already working on plans to go to uh to go out to Syracuse. I mean, if you can't get off, but oh, shit, um, that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like break your heart or anything. No, no, I mean, it, it it'll save me from being single if you did that. Yeah, well, my, yeah, that... Me, yeah, my girlfriend, I think, would that legitimately kick my ass if I drove home. I'm going to watch a soccer game up in Rochester. Well, buddies. I mean, did you say who? Or, or if you're going to expose yourself, could I expose uh, somebody else um, in really? Could I? Could I say that uh, her sister about her sister's fiance? Could I bring that up? Well, no, because he might have to work. Yeah, That's he why he's to not going to go. But I, but you, oh, well, okay. I, he he might work, and I have the day off, and she told me. Uh, I didn't even think about that. The final was Sunday. She told me like last week, Thursday or Wednesday, she was going to, up to Ellicottville next week. I was like, okay. Two days later, I thought about like, fuck, the finals next week. I'm like, how do I get out of this? Because I told her, yeah. And then I talked to the fiancés. Like, oh, I might work Sunday. I'm like, oh, there's my in right there. There's your in right there. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm excited for the final. I really am. I mean, only I got- problem. I do have a soccer game at four o'clock on Sunday as well. Well, I mean, if you're going to be in Elkinville, you're not even going to be at that. Well, because I was going to drive myself to Elkinville because the Chickawaka White Eagles, who still haven't won a game this season, dude. I can I can I can I go on a tangent here real fast with with this with this. Go right ahead. Team? We already we're, we're way off topic anyway, so why not? Mate, fucking listen to this. I I I get I play in a Sunday men's league, but holy fuck, Jeremy. Are they are they bad? Are they I, terrible? I, well. Are you supposed to have a left and right back who can't make a pass? No. Are you supposed to have center middies who, when they get, when they like a pass has come to them, they have like fucking bricks on their feet that bounces right back to the other team? No. Our center middies don't drop back. Our fucking left and right middies 
fucking play like their strikers. Our other striker doesn't pass the ball. I I'm the only person on our team that has a, a, a little bit like an ounce of skill. Like no one on our team has any skill on our team. Like at least when I get the ball, like like you know how like in soccer you're not always supposed to go forward. Like everything's not forward, forward, forward. Yep. Like when I get a pass and like I'm like okay, I only see one guy ahead of me. Everyone else is behind me. Other strikers call from it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to drop this back to our defense and let's work the play up and let everyone regroup. I get yelled at for passing the ball back to my defenders. Like when I'm like, when I, if I collect the ball at the midfield and no one's ahead of me, like I can't, I'm not going to go one on three against people. Like I'll drop it back to our middies or our defenders. People on the team will get pissed off at that. Oh God. Yeah, no, the Chickawaga White Eagles, man, they may need a couple, they may need a they may need they may well, need a regime change. Thankfully, I this is probably my last year on that team. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna go take a transfer to another team. So we'll, we'll, I'll keep you updated on that because I used to play. I've had a couple teams now, but this is the worst team I've ever played on. Like this well, is I mean, legitimately well, I mean, like you did play, didn't you play? Yeah, you and your, you and Zach played like at the Falls or whatever, like a couple yeah. summers ago. Yeah, Zach's still I, on that team, and I moved away from that team. Oh, you moved. Yeah, you transferred out. You're like, I'm on the bigger. I'm on the bigger and better things. See a little, bro. Uh, nope. Still. No, we we haven't won a fucking game. I think we have two goals all season, mate. <laughs> we played, I think, seven games, and we have two goals all season. Both, well, that's be- both that's assisted better. from me. That's better. Than I'm not Frank even DeBoer's kidding you. Tenure in Crystal Palace. I'm not even a kid. I'm not even kidding you. Like possession of the game is like 95 percent the other team, five percent us. Like if we get the ball, our guys like. Our guys just want to send me for runs. Like all they want to do is kick the ball down the field. I'm like, play, like I'm like, I'm like, I'm coming back to you. Play it to me. They're like, nope, we're just gonna boot it down the field. You go fucking run for it. I'm like, all right, I'll just sprint to this against a 16 year old that's playing center back in every other team that we play. And the, I'm the youngest kid on our team. I'm not even a kid. I'm 24 years old. Mate, it's a fucking joke. I hate this team. <laughs> yeah, you may. Yeah, I think you need to. Yeah, you may need to hand in an early transfer request. Or or demand or demand to the press that the coach get fired. And then we, we we have this we have this center back, uh, this new center back that came in like in the middle of the summer. Who every single time we get the ball like going forward, he tries to make a run past our defenders. It's like it's like really? that meme we see where he's like I'm going. He's like I'm going on a. He's like I'm going on a adventure. Yeah, I'm going on an adventure. I know. Yeah, that that is literally what he does every single time we get the ball in their half. He just sprints right up, goes for a run, and I'm like, I can't send this to you. Like you're running through four defenders right now. Where do you want me to put this? (laughs) He's going on an adventure. It's an absolute joke. I, I think I have I have one shot this year, and I hit the crossbar. That's how much we don't have the ball. Is I have one shot, I hit the crossbar, and I have two assists on our two goals this season. So it's a it's an uh, this is a joke. I'm. It's Let bad. me coach the team. Let me coach the team. I mean, I'm five foot fucking five, and everybody's probably, like you said, you're the youngest on the team, which means everybody's over the fucking age of 30, in my opinion. So me yelling at 30-year-olds will probably be more entertaining than a lot of other shit. I would fucking love that to see you just yell at my team, just coming in and rip them one game. <laughs> rip them one game. Our goalie, our goalie left the other. He walked off the field. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Did he try to come back? He texted us and apologized, but he just walked off the field. <laughs> Imagine if we all. 
Oh, imagine if that happened in, in, in Niagara Catholic. Imagine if, like, you or Noah or somebody, like, in gold just, like, walked off the field and said, you guys fucking suck. I'm out of here. Fuck, I, I, I thought about doing that my freshman and sophomore year when I played center back. I'm like, is this actually fucking worth my time? <laughs> I've thought about – I mean, I actually did – I think I did do it, like, once. But I also did I also did like accidentally I'm kind of just like maneuvering around like the fucking sidelines and I'm like, oh wait, I'm out of bounds here. I remember like so I think it was like I forget who it was. They're like, Jeremy, you're out of bounds. I'm like, oh fuck this shit. Who cares? We're losing. We were down like three nothing. And I think it was like ten minutes left. I didn't know I, I wasn't paying attention at that point. So it was kind of accidental, but at the same time I just gave up too. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But Ah, final on Sunday, three o'clock ESPN. I'm going to have uh, no matter what happens. I'm drinking almost. I'm drinking the majority of the of the afternoon because there's no way I could watch this team while while sober. I mean, I thought that they were going to bottle it against uh, Denmark because I was watching the I'm watching the game uh, like while I'm working. Like we have uh, we have our team we have team meetings like uh, every Wednesday at three in the afternoon. And three in the afternoon also happened to be the start of the England game. And I'm just like sitting there, like watching the game. And my boss, like my, like, and my boss is just like, my boss knows I love soccer and I'm watching the game or whatever. So I'm just, when Denmark scored the free kick, like, like they're trying, my teammates are trying to talk to me and I'm just like, oh, what Denmark just scored to, went right to my heart there and they're like oh okay and then like i think like we were like because our meetings are like half fun half serious like we're yeah gonna, we're gonna play a game or whatever and i think like somebody else was talking and then all of a sudden like i didn't have myself muted i'm just like when uh when technically it was an own goal not sterling's goal but i thought it was sterling's goal at first mm-hmm. because like it didn't and i'm just like yes fucking get in there sterling there's still life let's fucking go and i'm up and i'm jumping up and down like you know i'm just kind of like celebrating a little bit and then everybody's just like looking at me through 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 like their cameras and and my boss is like just look at him over there he's so happy <laughs> he's so happy that's amazing I'm- <laughs> I don't give that. I, don't, I didn't give a shit. Right. I don't. I don't care. Uh, I. I don't care. Like I. I've wanted England. I've. I've been. I've been follow, I've been watching every game as much as I can for the most part. The only games I missed. I try to watch it my FedEx truck, and I think that's the best idea. Probably not. I mean, at least you're not driving, right? You have a driver, or are you driving? <laughs> Buddy, I am the driver. Oh, I thought you had somebody that like you rode in with. Oh. No, okay. I, I am the driver, and I am the deliverer. So I, thought, I, I try to pay as much attention to the games as I can. I, I look, I'm like, fuck, I look, I'm like, oh, I'm about to hit someone. Slam on the brakes real fast. That's terrible. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I think the only – I missed the quarterfinal when England beat Ukraine like 4-0. But, I mean, I mean I we all knew they were going to win that. Uh, yeah, I knew that. I Tell mean, me I, fair. I, it was also like – I also had tickets to Blue Jays that day with my parents. So, right, like, I'm – I mean, my, I mean, I was talking, like, I'm watching a baseball game, and I check it, like, half, I check my phone, like, halfway through the Blue Jays game, and I'm like, oh, England, they're up 2-0 already. Okay, let's go. It's, there's no way. And then I saw, and then I'm like, oh, 3-0? I'm like, because, uh, like, I think it was, like, seven inning stretch. I saw, like, 3-0, and I'm like, all right, I'm, like, I'll just put my phone away and enjoy the rest of the game. There's no need to worry there. But um, uh, predictions for the final. How what's the score and how many is England winning by? Predictions for the final. It's gonna be three one. Harry Kane is gonna get himself a brace. Raheem Sterling is gonna get the third goal. And then I don't even fucking care who scores for Italy. 
That's fair. I don't so even think it's going to be three one. Harry Kane's going to score himself a brace. Um, well, come King alive, King. show everyone in the world why he's worth that. Got ungodly money to go to Man City. So if Harry Kane does score a brace, he'll end up taking the golden boot then. Well, he's still behind own goals. Yeah, well, I mean, like, actually, well, yeah, yeah, he would, he would, but actually take the golden boot. Uh, he'll actually take the golden boot, but own goals deserve the golden boot. This year. <laughs> own goal is the player. Dude, of fucking the just, just give the golden boot to fucking Portugal. To be honest, <laughs> they scored on themselves so much. Give the golden boot to Portugal. Be like, hey, this, this, is, this, is, for, this is for this is for you guys. Yeah, player of the tournament. Pass it around. Ronaldo, Ronaldo would lose his mind. Ronaldo would lose his mind if Harry Kane, if Harry Kane um uh, took the Golden Boot in the final. That would be great. I mean, I just would love to see that because I, like you, I love Ronaldo. But the thing is, though, is over the years, I'm like, this man's a baby. This man's yeah, a that's fucking what, that's baby. Like, that's, I'm kind of hopping on that messy wagon a little bit, just like just a little bit, just you know, you know, dabbling myself, like dip, dip my toes in the water a little bit. I'll dip your toes in the water a little bit, you know, you know, see what, see what, see what, see what entails there. But uh, I am going to go, you know, actually you picked the score. I was thinking I was going to say three, one England too. Um, uh, I don't want the Matt. I think it will be three to one England. Um, I'm going to go with Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling scoring and Harry Maguire scoring off of a corner. No, I fuck off. Like- you're saying that because you're a United fan. Slam has not going to score. Well, Slam I, is not Luke- scoring this game. Luke Shaw is gonna have two assists in the game, though. That's oh, piss off, man! No, you already know that Luke Shaw has like actually been on one the entire tournament. Well, so like, he plays better for England than he does for fucking United. Have you? Did you see how he played for United this season? Man, was the best left back in English football and probably top five left back. Hey, in the you, world. You, 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 do you say the best left back in English football? Mate, yeah. I, what are you on right now? I need that fucking shit. <laughs> Where was, Andy Ro- Where was Andy Robertson? I saw him. I, I, mate, I swear to God. Andy, Andy Robertson knows everything. You know, piss off. You, you, you're taking that piss right now, mate. That's what you're taking the absolute fucking piss. <laughs> I think Andy Robertson just didn't even play in Liverpool all season. I think maybe he just decided to stay up in Scotland to take Scotland out of the group stage of the Euros. The man just kind of disappeared all, mate, all, all of 2021. Piss off. I, we're ending the pocket. Piss off, mate. You're taking the absolute piss right now. Luke Shaw is... Maybe may, may a top 25 left back in the world. That's what I'll give him. Maybe top 25. But, uh, on, but on Sunday, he needs to be the top left back in the world. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Just top left back in the world on Sunday. Actually, fuck it. I'm taking it back. Harry Kane's only going to score one. Sterling's going to score one. Hendo's going to come on in the 76th minute. And score his second score. career English goal. Yeah, Hendo scoring. Hendo scoring. Piss off, I'm mate. Still, you're, you're taking that piss right now. now I am a little off. bit. I am a little bit out of you. But, um, uh, I, yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm like to be fit, to be honest here, when Henderson was included in the squad, I'm like, why is this man included? Because he didn't play the entire group. He barely – because, like, he was still injured. And I was well, yeah, like, That's why everyone was confused because of his injury and everything. And I, I, I was, just like, to be honest, I was, I, I was happy about it because, like, clearly you want to see your – your club's players represent their country. But even when he was announced on the squad, I was like, he, he's been injured. Why? Like, hey, at, why? Least, at least we're not pulling like Roy Keane. Like, does he sing a song? Does he play cards? 
Like I'm like Roy, what are you on about now? But no, okay. I and I'll, like Harry Kane will score. I really feel like I really feel like if England get a good, I don't feel like. I mean, compared to the, I feel like England have the height advantage where like maybe Maguire or Stones could score off of a set piece if if given the opportunity. I don't want. To, oh my god. I mean, I I mean, I feel like it could happen, but I really feel like Shaw will have at least an assist. I feel like Kane and Sterling will score. Um. I think Chiesa or Locatelli will score for Italy. Yeah. I think one of those two will yeah. score for Italy. Um, their 33-match unbeaten run comes to an end, hopefully. On Sunday, it's coming home. It comes England, home. England might burn down. It's okay. COVID will live forever in England. It's okay. No, they're going to burn the whole city down, so COVID can't be a thing anymore. They're just going to burn the whole They're going to burn the whole fucking country down. Everyone in the country is going to die. And it won't be a thing in England anymore. And then I'm going to go over there and become the fucking queen of England. Oh, okay. I think, that's, I think that's how that works, right? I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just go become the queen if everyone dies. That's I'm pronouncing it now. How are you going to repopulate the country then? Actually, no. Let's not go into that. No, you don't want to go there because I, I got. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! I'm stopping. We're stopping. We're done. Prostitutes. <laughs> okay, Jack the Ripper. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's coming <laughs> home though. Of Jack the Ripper though, his his Netflix documentary actually was really good. Well, not if well, not his, but like the story about it was good. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. But no, England. He wasn't was, a good man. I do not condone whatever he did. <laughs> but it, it's oh, you don't much. condone the killing of no, women? Yeah, I hope. I, you no, don't. I don't. But I, I, I'm saying though, it's a good watch on Netflix if anyone is interested. Yeah, now no, it's becoming an anything we want podcast. It's a good watch on Netflix. We right. are becoming anything we want podcast. It's I a good it watch. Be, I think we may need to do another rebrand of the podcast, honestly. I really do. Just, um, just be uh, two idiots talk. Two idiots talk. Two idiots talk. I like that. That may be it. <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll see where we'll see where next week takes us when Zach comes on. But I don't have any other thoughts other than it's coming home on Sunday. And if it does come home, I'm going to take off of work on Monday. Um, uh, do you have any other thoughts? Well, I already have off Monday, so I will simply be uh, I'll be drinking Sunday for sure before my soccer game. I'm going to watch as much of the England game as I can. I might have to fake an injury on the pitch uh, to be able to watch the rest of the game. And I then hope I the have people on the White Eagles aren't listening to this. If any of them listen to the podcast, just know they're a bunch of fucking losers and they're a trash team. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, God. So I I'm, I'm going to be the highest paid transfer in the BDSL. Nice, nice. I do have one more final thought, actually, before we conclude the podcast. Do you, do you know where I'm going with this? Um, we talked. We well, talked I, actually, I actually have to do one final thought before yours. Go Fuck ahead. Uber Eats because I've been waiting for this shit for the past two hours. It's still not at my house. I've been oh, waiting okay, for my Chipotle for two hours and it's not at my house. So fuck Uber Eats. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, no, we talked about it earlier today. Fuck the weather, people. Fuck the weather. Oh yes. I'm declaring a war on. I'm declaring war on weather people because they have the easiest fucking job ever. Literally, they, they, they told us who's gonna piss. Who's gonna piss from the sky all day? I saw maybe five minutes of rain today. It's fucking Jeremy said it's fucking sunny in Rochester. It's the easiest fucking job in the world. <laughs> you gotta be right maybe ten percent of the time. Oh, gotta. The only way I, I'm convinced, the only way you can use your lose your job as a meteorologist is to say you live in the fucking like 
Sahara Desert. It's like, oh, it's going to snow today when it's the fucking middle of summer there. That's the only way you could possibly fucking lose your job, I'm convinced, as a meteorologist. <laughs> I'm really convinced that it too. I mean, they said last week it was supposed to rain like eight days in a row. And I go to a Blue Jays game uh, last Thursday. I went to a Blue Jays game, I told you. And it didn't rain at all. Yeah. I brought a jacket with me because, like, you know, I'm thinking it's going to rain because, like, they called for overcast and chance of rain. No, I ended up turning – I ended up getting a – I ended up burning – getting a little sunburn because it was, like, 77 and, like, humid as fuck. And then now today they said it was going to – like, it didn't rain, like, in that entire eight-day stretch until maybe, like, late last Friday night. And then, like, today they said it was going to rain all day. It was sunny up until like three o'clock. Then yeah, we got some rain here actually for a couple hours and like on and off. And then like it rained again like after I ate dinner. But now it's sunny again. The sun's setting. I'm like, what the fuck? I swear to God, like if it wasn't for the like I woke up this morning and saw that, I was gonna be like, hey, let's record on Friday after I'm done with work because I get out of work a little bit earlier. I could I was thinking about going to the range today. And as soon as like I'm done with work, it started downpouring. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. I hate the weather, people. I hate the weather. I declare war on them but that's my declaration of war there anything else sir all right he's got no final thoughts that concludes the episode of the lonely heart sports podcast you can get your podcast anywhere on eve on either um uh, apple podcast spotify download listen subscribe uh wherever you get your podcasts follow us on twitter at lonely heart pod follow us on instagram even though we haven't used instagram in forever at lonely heart sports podcast but another good podcast and keep on rocking in the free world everybody